Because Tom Savino and Frank Cotolo do their own introductions, the need to hire an announcer is eliminated, thereby saving a great deal of money. Because of the great savings in budget, Dead Air passes these savings along to you, the listener, in the way of cheap thrills and in the way of uproarious humor and in the way of a big train that'll express its local logic so your laughter gets you right on the track of pandemonium. And now here's Tom. Hi, I'm Tom Savino. And I'm Frank Catolo, and this is Dead Air, the show that passes the savings along to you. And passes the realm of believability. And pass the salt, Tom, this introduction needs something. Yeah, sure. Have a little pepper. Maybe, I don't know. I can't take it. I can't take it. Well, Thomas, how are you today? I'm just fine, Frank. It's good to see that you're concerned about my health, my well-being. I just wish that more people who are like you would show some signs of awareness of their fellow man's existence. Life is short. So are your slaves. Ah, indeed. It is this very thread that we put upon our beings to hide the realities of life, one of which is indeed life's shortness. You see, that to which we hide wit is often that in which we... Symbolize. You mean your short sleeves symbolize the shortness of life? Ah, indeed. That's oh, what Tom, Tom, Tom. I just asked you how you were. And I merely proceeded to tell you. No, you didn't. You gave me a dissipation of brotherly love and the futility of life. But I don't, when someone says, how are you, they don't really want to know how you are. It's just a greeting, you know. They uh, uh, say it. Oh, you mean like in England when they say uh, cheerio. They don't really mean cereal. Huh? <laughs> uh, no, no, Tom. Look, when someone says, how are you, uh-huh. just say, I'm fine. And you? And what if I don't care how they are? I'm not going to play some stupid culture game. I only mean what I say. All right, look, forget it. I am sorry I even asked you how you are, okay? Really? Well, no, but uh, I should have addressed it to the audience. Well, what do you mean, address it to the audience? You think they have a post office box? Send to audience. Post office uh, box zero, 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 USA. But what's wrong with you? I'm fine, and you? Look, enough of this. We haven't even said hello to the audience yet. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dead Air. And we'd like to remind you that right he here... He doesn't really mean that. He's told me on numerous occasions what you, the audience, really mean to him. It's all a game. He doesn't care. He doesn't care about this. Tom, yes. just cut it out. Now, you're going to alienate our audience. And now is not the time to do that. Why? Because it's time for a dead air break. I don't know, Frank. I'm just kind of sick of games. I mean, is that what life is all about? Games? Oh, that games people play every night. Hold it, hold it. One more word and that game's going to cost you. You see what I mean? Everything is money, money, money. Win, win, win. How much this? How much is that? I'm really fed up. Ah, come on, Tom. There's nothing wrong with playing this game of life. I'll get it. Uh, hello, boys. Uh, how are you? Oh, I'm just fine, sir. It's good to see that you're concerned about my health and well-being. I just wish that Tom... Well, stop that. We're, we're just fine, sir. And you? Look, boys, I heard the beginning of the show on the way here. And I know that you really don't care how I am, so cool it. Right, oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Good. Now listen. I don't hear anything. Tom. Well, what's wrong with you guys, eh? We're fine. And you? you? Look, just take this here envelope. It's yours, see? And don't ask no questions. I'm getting out of here. 
board games. Some stranger walks in the middle of our show, says nothing that makes any sense. I... Tom. What? Look. Money. Sure looks that way. Say, since when did the program directors pay us personally? And when did we raise our rates? Hey, that guy was no program director. And this is no show payment either. Well, what is it? You think? I think it's a bribe. What? Oh, that can't be. Look, we never took payola before. Everyone knows our reputation for truth and integrity. Well, what do they want us to do anyway? I know you. It says, plug a song. What song? It must be you, Ganda. Oh, I wouldn't play that song if they paid me. Besides, this isn't a music show. Look, I'll vouch for every member of our staff, too. How much is there? $100,000. I'm Mike Summers, and this is 60 Seconds. Today, let's take a look at payola. Payola is the act of giving money or some other valuable consideration to a person on radio or TV to plug a product. This deplorable act has caused many scandals in the media. Only a low-down incorrigible character would take money for mentioning or subtly plugging a product. Why, just this morning, when I got out of bed and had a glass of pure-made orange juice, squeezed from oranges that grow on roads in Florida, I turned on my radio to hear a certain disc jockey play a record three times in a row. It made me wonder, as I ate my crispy, delicious Thomas's English muffin, coated with a layer of hotel bar pure butter, if this personality was indulgent in the criminal act of payola. People in the industry who take payola should be driven out and banned from the media. I came to this decision on my way to the studio in my brand new 1975 Dodge convertible with air conditioning and vinyl roof at no extra cost. Let's band together and form the right guard against the imperial enemy. The white scoop of Taylor is burning the industry like a great oven, and nothing says lovin' like something from the oven. I'm Mike Thomas, and this has been 16 seconds. Preceding commentary is not necessarily the opinion of this station. However, I agree. And if you do, send your dollar to me. That's me, Kara No, we could not be Belgium. They do what the Germans tell them. No, we do not Australia. This is your radio announcer. We now take you to the Watusi Bowl, where dead air sportscaster Crunch Granola is on hand with a special report about the 2000th annual game between the football teams of the University of South Africa and Ganda U. Hello again, everybody. This is Crunch Granola with the sports. All the sports from Ping Pong to King Kong from the agony of the ecstasy to the pain in my feet. And this, this is the Watusi Bowl, located here in downtown Uganda. This incredible stadium, once built by thousands of pygmies. Many years ago, thousands of these little men were forced by their masters, the Ugandonians, to construct this magnificent structure, piece by piece and bit by bit, 
by pulling their very own little pygmy teeth right out of their very own pygmy mouths and place their little molars geometrically balanced in their leftover oatmeal until the entire concoction dried in the excruciating heat of this Uganda sun to form one of the most breathtaking yet smelly wonders of the world, this Watusi bowl. This entire stadium built exclusively with the ivory white teeth of the pygmies was the force that inspired the then president of Uganda to form Ivory League football. It was because of the great difficulty that the toothless pygmies had in speaking that prohibited them from saying certain words correctly. Hence, today, we have the Ivy Leagues. And today, here in the Watusi Bowl in the 112-degree temperature of Uganda, the pygmies of the University of South Africa meet the spear chuckers of Ganda U in the 2000th annual Watusi Bowl. The big story here today is not the 2000th year anniversary of this game, but rather the fact that for some unexpected reason, it looks like today's game will be the first game in the 2,000-year-old history of the Watusi Bowl to actually be played. It seems that because of some successful business deal made with two radio personalities in the United States, Ganda U here in Uganda is able for the first time in 2,000 years to supply the football for the playing of today's game. And now for the playing of the Uganda National Anthem. And now, this dead air break. I'll get it. Hello. Hi. Who is it? It's a banana, a tomato, and a... What is this? Oh, well, I, I wonder if you could help me. Uh, my wife and I... <laughs> This is my wife here. Yeah, nice. dressed as a tomato. <laughs> and uh, you're a banana? Yeah. Uh, uh -huh. and, and my friend here is Barry Smith. Uh, we're, we're trying to find I a studio with the game shows. Oh, yes. You want Studio B. You, listen, you want Studio B. That, that's right around the corner. Oh, th thank you. Oh, good luck. Good luck. Ah, oh, talk about games. Those nut jobs are trying to make money with games. Well... We have our own money here to worry about. Do you think they'll make it? You know, those shows are usually taped right about now. And now it's time for Fun Money, the game where you win big dollars just by answering fun questions. Here's Art Art. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Welcome to Fun Money, the game where you win big dollars just by answering fun questions. And our first contestant today is... Barry Smith. Mr. Barry Smith. And what do you do for a living, I Mr. Smith? Uh, and I, I load docks at the acting truck. Oh, that's wonderful. Must be a fun job. Well, you know how to play the game, don't you? No, I don't. Well, then let's get on with it. Here's our first question, and it's lots of fun, and you're going to win big money from uh -huh. it. You ready? Uh-huh. What time is it? How's that again? And now it's time for How's That Again, the show that questions your ability to comprehend intelligence sayings. Here's Art Art. Ah, 
Again, the show that questions your ability to comprehend intelligence sayings. And here's our first contestant. Your name is? My name is Barry Smith. Oh, Barry Smith, and how are you? I'm fine. Okay, what know. do you do for a living? I love that. Wonderful. Yeah. Must be a wonderful living. You know how to play. How's that again, of course? No, I don't. Okay, I... then let's get on with it. Here's your first question. If a person had trigonosis, would you administer hypophene or glenis martine? Oh, only a doctor could know that. And now it's time for Only a Doctor Could Know, where our contestants are all doctors, and we challenge their professional ethics. Here's Art Art! Thank you, welcome to Only a Doctor Could Know, where our contestants are all doctors and professional I'm not, people. I'm low docs. I don't. Yes, now you must be. I'm Barry Smith. Barry Smith, you're I'm our not first. A doc. I Well, that's wonderful. All our contestants are doctors, and of course, we're going to challenge your professional ethics. Now, you know how to play the game? No, I don't know how to Okay, play. then let's get on with it. Why waste time so you can win some big money? Here's your first question All right. Do doctors live normal social lives after hospital hours? I, I hear it's a rat race. And now it's time for Rat Race, the show where you must distinguish which rodents are bearing the color of snow. Here's Art Art. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you, and welcome to another Rat Race, the show where you must distinguish which rodents are bearing the color of snow. I hope you're not colorblind there, Mr. First Contestant. Who are you? Barry Smith. Barry I... Smith, wonderful to have you here. What do you do for a living? I'm a doc. I love doc. Yeah. I... Good, good. Must be lots of fun doing that. Of course, you know how to play. Right, Race? No, yeah, I guess Well, no, here's what we do. We have four sets of rodents here on the floor. We've built this gigantic platform that they all run up onto. Now, you have to distinguish which of these four groups are white. That's right. We're going to have ten seconds now. We're going to tell you. Here comes the first group. See them running? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are they white? Uh, no, they No, here's the second group now. Know. Second group. Uh, no, no. Uh, no. Okay, go here, on. Here comes the third group of rodents. Uh, the mice is white. The mice is white. For the mice is white, the program where white mice eat bugs with ketchup, and you have to condemn the restaurant that served it. Here's our first. Welcome, welcome to another The Mice is White. Want to get money? A lot of fun. Wonderful. It's going to be great right here. Honey, honey, turn off that dumb quiz show. Let's go to bed. Dumb quiz show. Dumb, I'll give you a dumb quiz show. Why couldn't you listen to me? Why didn't you listen to me? Oh, well, listen, how was I supposed to know that it was behind door number two? I really had a gut feeling it was door number one. Gut feeling. You've got feelings. Oh, All my God. life, you've got feelings. We're living in this dump. This dump. Well, how was I supposed to know that behind door number one was a carload of pigs? Carload of pigs. Now, I'm living in a dump. I'm living in a pig sty. Honey, come on. Let's, let's just go to bed. Hey, listen. You know, would you help me out of this banana suit? Don't take that banana suit off. Hmm? You, you know it. To me. <laughs> hey, hey, does it do the same thing that your tomato suit does to me? Oh, I don't know, but we could find out. Hey, hey, listen, I got a great idea. Why don't I go out and get the carrot ears? <gasps> oh, you know oh, let's, mm, hey, I got a great idea. Let's let's not go to bed. Let's stay up tonight and let's make a peel. And now it's time for Let's Make a Peel, where the fruits of your labors produce great prizes. Here's our Art. Art Art here, right here, right here is Art Art. Welcome to Let's Make a Peel. How do they make all that money they give away on those programs, Frank? Uh, commercials, Tom. Commercial breaks. Like this dead air break right now.
can't take any more of this. All right. right. Any more games? I just about ha I just about had it now. All right. Take First, it. some strange guy. He, talk he talks like Sheldon Leonard. Yeah. He, he comes in out of nowhere, hands us a hundred thousand dollars. Right. No, not enough. And tells us to play the world's worst song. It was. Th then it was. a giant banana comes to the door and yeah. thinks this is a TV game show. Right. He did. And is he alone? No. 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 no of course not. <laughs> a banana. A banana never travels without his wife. Who, of course, is a tomato. Tomato. You say tomato. I say tomato. I say potato. I say potato. Potato. Tomato. 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 Let's take off all our clothes. Why must everyone play games? Can't people be straight with each other? Tom, 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 Tom. But what's wrong with you? I mean, do you like doing a radio show? Yes. Well, isn't doing this show a game? Isn't making people laugh a game? No, no. True communication is never a game. And I consider broadcasting to be one of the true realities of life, where no games are played and everything is straightforward and honest. You, of all people, you have some nerve saying that. What? Oh, I suppose you've forgotten about the time we were doing at All Night Radio Shift, at All Night Shift out that station in New York. And you weren't so anti-games then, were you? Oh, uh, wait, you're not, you're not talking about the uh, time I started the black satin bikini panty contest? No, right? no, 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 I wasn't talking. But now that you bring it up, that's a good example, too. I was thinking more about the time you forced me to be partners with you in that shady record deal. Oh, all that? Yeah, all that, yeah. Well, if using the station's airtime to sell some crummy album that you produced in about five minutes is not a cheap game, then I don't know what it is. Well, look, it was a good album. Oh, it was marvelous, just marvelous. Fortunately, we did the commercial live, so you can't embarrass me any further than you already have. Well, Tom, I'm sorry if I'm embarrassing you. I'm just trying to teach you a lesson about games. And it just so happens that I turned the machine on that night in the studio. You don't mean... <laughs> I've got it right here, full queued up. Here's the greatest offer ever of all time. Now, for the first time anywhere, you can get a fabulous collection of melodica chords. You get A minor, B minor, C, and F sharp, and even B flat diminished. Now you can own the most fabulous collection of chords ever. Beloved by millions all over the earth. And if you act now, you can get another album absolutely free. Kazoo Melodica Duets. Yes, you get all the beloved melodies all over the world of some of the famous people ever to write them. And the greatest notes and chords that appear in all your favorite songs. You won't want to miss this fantastic offer. Only $23.95 for tapes, $87.65 for records. That's $10.95 for tapes, $4.95 for records. Don't forget, melodic chords and the special Kazoo Melodica Duets. Only $29.95 for chords and duets are $27.50. Call this number now. Five. Call this number now. Five. Well, what was wrong with that? That's nothing. Except that we made a couple of thousand dollars selling that lousy album. Now, I think it's time for someone else to make an honest buck. Uh, Frank, you seem to be easily convinced to, uh, to do that melodica commercial. Oh, I was, I was. That's my point, Tom. There's nothing wrong with harmless games. They're just part of life. I guess you're right. 
don't know. Uh, games are just a vehicle to travel life's road. Well, but I don't think we should play games at the expense of our audience. Oh, I don't know about that. Uh, our audience has always expressed an interest in involvement with us. I'll bet they would love to play a game with us. You think so? Yeah. Why don't we find out? Hello. I'm Joe Schmidlap, your interviewer. And today, we're going to do something extra special. We're going to interview you, the listener. Now, all you have to do is get out your tape recorder and tape this. And then you can play it to all your friends and tell them that you were interviewed by a big-time radio broadcaster. Here's how it works. I'll ask the question and leave a short pause. You will answer the question, and then we'll put it all together. You ready? Here goes. Hello, I'm Joe Schmidlap, and today I'm talking to... Insert your name. Tell me, what do you do for a living? Well, that must be interesting. How long have you been in this line of work? Hmm, lots of experience. Can you tell me something that I don't already know about this field? Oh, that's amusing. Very interesting. I didn't know that at all. Oh, can you explain to us a little bit how you got into this very, very interesting field? Well, that certainly is a strange way one never knows how they're going to get involved in the work they get involved in. Look at me. Now, tell me one more thing. Just one more question. Do you often talk to radios? We'll be back with more Dead Air after these words. You know, you know, uh, I think you're right. Games are fun. <laughs> yeah, we really put one over on them that time. <laughs> I can just see some poor guy sitting there in his car answering the radio. <laughs> <laughs> well, it does get awfully lonely out there on the road, just a guy and his radio. <laughs> uh, I'll get it, I'll get it. Tom, Tom, what's going on? Who, who's there? It's our sensor, Ms. Prudence Purity. She's leading a large, angry mob. Oh, boys, you wouldn't listen. All these years, I've told you that you were offensive to your audience, and now I can prove it. I rounded each and every one of your listeners. They're outside, and they all agree that the interview game was the ultimate insult to them. Oh, well, okay, so we're sorry. It was just a game. Call it out there. It's too late for apologies, boys. Time for the two of you to face the music. And now it's time for Face the Music, the show where two radio stars try to escape being mauled by an angry crowd by answering a highly intellectual question. Here's part one. Tom Zavito and Frank Catolo. Okay, boys, are you prepared to answer the question that will save you from being mauled by an angry crowd? Yes, yes, yes. Go ahead, go ahead, hurry, hurry. Oh, but first, let's see what you'll win if you answer correctly. Art, if they get this question right, they'll win a 90-foot helium-filled balloon with a 12-square-foot wicker carriage that holds four in luxurious comfort. 
guess the retail price $7,500. Okay, here's your question. How many miles is it from New Orleans to Portland, Oregon? I know. I know, wait. Oh, it's, it's 2,620 miles! Yay! That's right! You live in a luxurious balloon! Right, right, hop into the balloon and get out of here before the audience gets us. Well, we made it! Yeah. Look at that mob down there. Wow, yeah. Hey, I still have the money for playing that song. Oh. Well, it'll do us no good up here. And maybe Prudence was right, Tom. Huh? Maybe we owe our audience something after being so thoughtless and rude. Hmm. You want me to throw the money down to them? Huh? I think it's the only way we can get them to listen next week. Hmm. Here goes. Well, there it goes. Now, maybe we could break a record while we're up here in this balloon. Yeah, I know just a record to break, too. Was that? Yeah, it must be you, Ganda. Hey. Let me say we fly around for a while. I'm game. Oh, we could not be Belgium. They do what the Germans tell them. No, we could not Australia, where the parliaments will fail you. Casino Loop Production in association with Demovox Sound Studio, New York.